0: Welcome back to Mental Health Spot. This is Oli speaking. If you are under the age of 18, please consult with your parent, guardian, or a trusted adult before continuing to tune in to my podcast episodes. And let's dive right in. First of all, I hope that everybody is doing well. I want to talk today about... The concept of caring what other people think of us, where that comes from, more specifically caring about the negative things that people may say about us. And I definitely want to openly explore with you all where that comes from. And find ways to help you and myself. (laughs) Because (laughs) let me not act like I'm not a habitual people pleaser here. So find ways to help you and myself recover from this. Because caring what people think when it's negative can stop you from doing or saying a lot of the things that you really want to do and say. Um, I want to give you guys an example. I actually got a negative review on this podcast. And I read it and I felt terrible. Someone was actually offended by something I said. And... For those of you that are close to me, I think you guys know better than anybody that people being offended by me is a rarity, um, and so this person expressing that something I said was offensive, I felt terrible, and I was like, oh my gosh, like, I, I don't know what to do now, like, how do I get this person to be interested in my podcast again, mind you, it's a complete stranger, I don't know who it is, um... And I kind of went down the rabbit hole for a little bit. And I started thinking about it and thinking about it. Why is that so important to me? Why? Why does it matter that somebody feels negatively about my podcast? Why is this relevant? Well... I'll answer the why for you in a minute, but I started thinking about something that I always say to my clients, something that I always say to my clients when they tell me I care what people think and I don't want anybody to dislike me. I say, well, does J-Lo have haters? Yeah. Is she beautiful and fabulous and an amazing entertainer? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. And so let's take this a step further. There are haters everywhere. And by hater I mean someone who's not going to respond to your energy. For whatever the reason is. And so there's people out there that don't think is attractive. I don't know who, but they exist. They don't think she's talented. Again, I don't know who, but they exist. I think she's an amazing entertainer and actress. Um, those are, you know, my personal opinions. There are people that don't like Demi Lovato. I'm a big Demi Lovato fan. And I absolutely loved her documentary on YouTube, which I plan to go into in another episode. But I love her. I think she's a powerhouse singer. There's people who don't like her. There's people who don't like Miley Cyrus, who I love. There's people who don't like um, Denzel Washington, Samuel L. Jackson, which is shocking to me because they're both amazing. The point is that these celebrities that so many people worship and venerate, they get I say this to my clients to put into perspective for them that people they may admire have hate and does that change their admiration for that particular person the answer nine times out of ten is no and so let's get to the why why does it matter when people think negatively about us. Number one, it's because we think it means there's something wrong with us. Number two, it's because we think what they're saying is true and or our self-esteem is not strong enough to combat whatever's being said. Number three, we have an extensive trauma history that makes us feel as though we have to people-please and we're not doing a great job at people-pleasing if someone's not pleased. Now, going back to the concept that if somebody doesn't like you, there's something wrong with you. Let's break that apart for a second. Is there evidence to support that? If somebody doesn't like you, it is because something in them, one of their qualities, is being aggravated, challenged or triggered by one of yours, inadvertently or purposefully. And by that I mean, it is simply a reflection of their response to your energy. Putting it simply, it's about them, not you. Someone disliking you has everything to do with them. And very little to do with you. And I know that that's a hard pill to swallow. Because it feels so personal. But it's true. That's, That's sheer logic. It's not logical to assume that. Oh because somebody dislikes us. That means there's something wrong with us. Okay. So someone's opinion of you. That may or may not be based on anything factual, may or may not, substantiates your feelings about yourself. Is that what's happening? Like, so we have to think about it rationally. Someone doesn't like us. It's the way they are responding, choosing to respond to our energy. And there's going to be people that respond beautifully to our energy. And there's going to be people that don't. And does that mean that we should stop being authentic? I know for me, as a habitual people pleaser, there's so many things that I share on my social media. I love to, you know, raise awareness. And I talk a lot about, you know, the Black Lives Matter movement and, you know, being pro-LGBTQ+, etc. And I find that I limit how often and how intensely I write about my opinions out of fear that there's going to be someone on my feed that reads that and gets rubbed the wrong way. And retaliates or leaves me a comment challenging me. And guess who's making an effort to let all of that stuff go? Me. I'm actually putting icy hot all over my neck and my head i have a splitting headache like it's not cute and i smell like menthol right now it's not cute but it's okay um anyway where was i so what i'm saying is that we have to learn how to be more comfortable in being disliked. And that's really hard, especially for people like me. For anyone that's a habitual people pleaser, that is unusually difficult. Because there's people out there that are purposely controversial because... They almost enjoy people having a reaction to them, whether positive or negative. At least they're getting a response. But people like me, uh uh-uh, I want all my responses to be positive. And so how do we become comfortable? Because I've already explained the why. Why it affects us. How do we become comfortable with being disliked? literally comfortable with it. I'm not saying that we're going to go out of our way to make enemies. That's hardly what I'm saying. But should someone not be receptive to our energy or whatever it is we're putting out there? How how do we find a way to be okay with that? How do we rationalize it? Do we assume that we are fundamentally flawed? Or can we just say Me and that person are obviously just not compatible. And that's okay. We don't have to be. And it doesn't make them bad. It doesn't make me bad. They have a right to their opinion. But I know who I am and what I'm worth. And my worth is not defined by someone's opinion of me. Positive or negative. We have to rationalize with ourselves. That's the only way that we can pull ourselves out of that funk. We have to combat our emotions and our feelings with logic. We have to present ourselves with logic. When two people break up, is it always because somebody did somebody wrong? Sometimes that's the case, but sometimes it's just incompatibility. It's two people wanting different things or having different personality traits that just don't match. Does that mean anybody's bad? I have a close friend. I'm really, really close with her. She has her own group of friends that I'm not friends with. And obviously I have my own friends that she's not friends with, but that's not relevant. So she has her own group of friends and I feel strongly like her friends and I just don't relate. We don't connect. We don't vibe. <clears throat> Excuse me. <clears throat> we don't vibe. We don't connect. Um, and I don't feel like I can be myself around them. And I think they feel the same way. I mean, I suspect I don't have any evidence to support that. But we just don't connect. We've never gotten close. Even though her and I are super close and she's super close with them. And I've always feared that that puts her in some kind of uncomfortable position, even though she reassures me over and over again that, you know, her relationship with me and her relationship with them, you know, is what it is and nothing interferes with it. Period. Um, so her relationship with them is unchanged by me and vice versa. But... My issue is that for a long time I felt like they needed to like me because I'm close with her and so I wanted their approval. And I made peace with the fact that we're just not compatible. And guess what? They're not bad people. They're nice people. They have good qualities and good hearts, uh, good intentions to the better of my knowledge. We just don't connect. And so sometimes it's about... Being okay with the fact that you're not going to have a deep and meaningful connection with everyone. And there is going to be that person out there that's going to be nasty. And is going to say nasty things about you and to you. And making peace with the fact that that person is speaking from their own reality. From their own perception. From their own pain. From their own hurt. That has very little to do with with you. We can't make everybody receptive to us because if everybody in this world was receptive to us, which is not sustainable and not realistic by the way, but let's assume that were even possible. Then that would mean that we're not being authentic. We're not being ourselves. And that's a greater issue. You have to be you. You know, um, there's been many times where there's been people that are just not responsive to my energy. I'll go into the workplace and I'll say, hey, good morning. What's up? You know, me always on ten with my high energy. And a lot of people are just like, what is she so damn happy about? The truth is, I'm not. I'm not. I'm not always happy. I just. That's the way I cope. I cope by being extra and being positive. That is my tool. I utilize my sadness and my anxiety and I turn it into good. That's the way I cope. That's my defense mechanism where other people are anxious and depressed and they, you know, isolate or they take it out on others. I mean, a variety of things can happen. And so finding ways to understand that you have to be you as unapologetically you and authentically you as possible and understanding that that's going to come with people not supporting you. But the people who do support you, that should be your reason, your motivation. Can you imagine if I had let? the fear of someone not liking my podcast, which happened. Somebody expressed that they did not like it. Can you imagine if I had let that stop me from continuing to record? There's so many people out there that have reached out to me and expressed love and support and gratitude for this podcast, for this resource. Granted, I have feelings and it was hard to record after reading that negative review. But I told myself, I need to change my filters here and I need to reframe the way that I'm thinking about this. So instead of thinking, well, my podcast must suck because one person left a negative review, I reframe and I think there's so many people out there that have expressed directly that they're benefiting from my podcast. I'm sorry to hear that one person left a comment saying they don't like it. And I wish them well and hope they do find a podcast that resonates with them. And that's that. So with that being said, I know this was a relatively short episode, but I wanted to give y'all some content because I know it's been a hot minute since I've been on. I will be back soon and I will be bringing even more special guests. So stay tuned and take care of yourselves.